Welcome to MBSing. I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guest today is my good friend, Mike Migdol, and he talked to me about his love of chilling. Uh, it was so much fun and so silly um, for the most part, but uh, there was so much sincerity in um, the importance that Mike puts on uh, what he defines as chill time and uh, time to himself and maybe even not necessarily time that just kind of spontaneously, uh, unwindedly happens is basically how he defines it. And there may or may not be a lot going on at the time. I think it was a lot of fun to explore all of Mike's definitions and ideals of um, chillin'. Uh, Mike is really good friends and uh, sketch partners with my former guest Adam Levin in the Snack Boys. We mentioned that, or we mentioned the Snack Boys at some point. They're so funny and so silly. I would strongly recommend them. Um, they have a show this Saturday night at Chicago Sketch Fest at 7 p.m. That's the 10th at stage 773 at 7 p.m. And the same night, as we talk about on the mic, at 11 p.m., the Nerdlogs have our show, which is called The Dark Corners of the Internet, powered by Comcast to Xfinity and beyond. Um, it's it's going to be great. We've been working super hard. Um, I have a lot to learn still in terms of lines. So, hey, I mean, if nothing else, come for the adventure of seeing if I actually pull it off. It's so much fun. It's uh, pretty different from a lot of things we've done recently. So even if you've seen us before, um, all this stuff is new. It's entirely a narrative show. And I really like it. And um, I think there's a lot in there about uh, things that I talk about on the show. And I even talk about the concept of the show at some point during our chill time conversation. So I won't get too far into it because um, it would be boring. Probably. I don't know. I'm proud of it. That's why I want to keep talking about it. But anyway, come check out Sketchfest on Saturday night to see Mike and I. But before that, um, listen to this conversation. One other quick plug. Friday nights at 10 at the Playground Theater. I will be playing with my team Squall. I've had a couple of members of them. Uh, Danny Grow, Becca Slack on in the last few weeks. Danny is in New York now. Bye, Danny. Um, best of luck already. But uh, Slack and I and the rest of the Squall gang, many of whom have also been guests on the show, will be there going strong at a college night, playing with a bunch of college kids. What more could you ask for, right? Last week was really fun. That's every Friday at 10 for the month of January at the playground. I think that's it. Um, enjoy this episode ever so much. And uh, I take a little bit of chill time, you know, just just take a breather. Embrace chill time. Get a nice scented candle. Um, be spontaneous and lean back and enjoy this chat. Hmm. 
This coffee is uh, good coffee, right? I don't, qu- I don't really drink coffee that much. Uh, um, I didn't put anything in it. I didn't even offer cool. you anything. I don't. I wouldn't have wanted it. I wouldn't have either. I just assumed. I like to drink my coffee black. Me too. Uh, just because I like to say that I like to drink my coffee black. Really? It's yeah. all just. Uh... <laughs> do, do you watch the TV show, or have you ever seen uh, Twin Peaks? I've seen most of the first season. Do you know how the protagonist, Agent Dale Cooper, yes. enjoys drinking his coffee black? And every time he like takes a sip, he's like, mm, that's some damn good, good coffee. Good coffee, yes. I think he's just such a, a paragon and a role model. And <laughs> You want to uh, be more like Dale Cooper? I think I do. Do you take voice memos? I don't take voice memos. I feel like that is an important step. Well, we're kind of taking a voice memo. <laughs> I'm helping you become more like Dale Cooper. Oh, cool. I love Kyle McLaughlin. I think he's great. I mean, I guess most of the... The only things I can really think of that I've seen him in are David Lynch stuff. And, um... Portlandia? And Portlandia. And I thought he was so good in Portlandia. Yeah, he was playing himself, right? I mean, he plays the mayor of Portland... But it's like an exaggerated version. Oh yeah, version of yeah. But he would play the mayor of Portland because like Twin Peaks was in that area. Oh, I don't even think I ever really made that like connection. I feel like a lot of people who live in Portland probably like Twin Consider, Peaks. Consider, yeah, 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 and, yeah. That makes sense. Um, it's also it's kind of the pinnacle of like keep Portland weird, make a show like Twin Peaks. Let <laughs> yeah, yeah. like Kyle MacLachlan be our mayor. Um, have you seen the episode where he sings? The Portland, uh, like, theme, not theme song, not anthem, Portland anthem? Uh, I think I have, yeah. I kind of, I didn't watch, I haven't watched all of Portlandia. Because Neither every I. time I watch an episode, I just kind of get pissed off. That and, it's like, so good. That it's so good. <laughs> yeah. that I didn't make it. Yeah. And that, like, <laughs> these, like, these guys are having so much fun uh, making the show clearly. Uh-huh. And then I'm just like, oh, I'm going to go back to my apartment. That's so funny. And, uh, that's so funny. Yeah, that and um, Key and Peel oh, yeah, for me oh are two things that are, every time I see a full episode or even just like a, a sketch from either one, I'm just like, Jesus, fuck, this show is so good. Even though I haven't watched the whole the whole like seasons, I'm just like, I don't know if I could because it's just so fucking good. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you see things and you're like, oh, well... I have to change my stupid shtick now because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the bar has been raised. Right, and I can't yeah. get by with uh, my winning smile alone. <laughs> I truly, yeah, I think all those guys are some of the best in the biz right now. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> fuck, fuck those guys. Fuck them. <laughs> now, cool respect to you, Kyle McLaughlin, if you're listening to this. Uh, Key and Peel, you guys are straight shooters. Um, I just found out recently. Sasha Baron Cohen, what's oh, up? So good, so good. Love Fuck you. SBC, love the SBC. Uh, what is SBC? Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, That's just uh, in my head. I just did a like JGL. I was like Saturday little... breakfast cartoon. <laughs> Saturday morning breakfast cereal. Uh, is that like a webcomic? Oh, webcomic. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I just kind of yeah. know about them enough. To... <laughs> Me too, man. I feel like, I don't know if we've ever talked about this before, but I feel like you and I operate on a similar level of like, I think there's some things that you definitely have a deep knowledge of that I would have no concept of, but Thank I you. think Thank in you. a lot of ways, I think we operate on a similar level of like, we kind of know a like 
surface level amount about a lot of things. Mm. I would say you know a surface level about a lot of things as well. Uh, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> it just feels like we're both people who like to keep, at least keep abreast of like what's what's going on pop culture. Yeah, I got my fingers like in a lot of uh, things that you put fingers in. Yeah, in a in a way that means that I agree with you. <laughs> I, I don't. I know a little bit about that saying, but I don't know enough. To get that, whatever that saying. Fingers, fingers in a lot of pies. Yeah, that sounds kind of sexual. <laughs> it is, yeah. Is that a sexual saying? Um, no. It's literally just like, got a lot of irons in the fire. It's it's like, you got a lot of things going on. Okay, and Kyle McLaughlin in the show, Twin Peaks Loves Pies. Oh, yeah. Brought it back around. Podcast over. <laughs> um, on, on that note of the podcast being over, I'll introduce my guest, Mike Migdal. <laughs> Hello, hi. <laughs> He's going to talk to me about his love of chilling. I love to chill. Chill. G or no G? Chilling? Oh, no G. No G. That's you, what I figured. If you throw a G on there, you're not chilling. You're you're putting something in the fridge for a while. But at the same time, if you want to put a G there, <laughs> I have to respect that. You know, I'm not going to get all Ain't upset about that. Ain't nothing but a G thing, that. baby. <laughs> a G, throw a G. Throw two Gs at the end of chilling. <laughs> That's the cool. That's pretty cool. Hey, you know what? It's all cool. That's the real meaning <laughs> of chill. And you're laughing, but it's true, you know? Um, I'm laughing because it's true. Truth and comedy. Mm, truth and comedy. <laughs> Lies and tragedy. Lies and tragedy. That would be... That'd be a cool saying. You should write a book called Lies and Tragedy. Lies and Tragedy. And then I should burn out before my time. Yeah. And then... Mm, no, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, I mean, you can finish your thought. I just don't want you to burn out. I want to burn out before my time. Uh, that was the end of the thought. Okay, cool. Uh, right before we started recording, we witnessed not one, but two chill time miracles <laughs> thank you thank you for saying chill time yeah one was um we're recording in a place i've never recorded the podcast before it's a little chill nook off of my kitchen mike suggested it and i thought it was a fantastic idea thank you um there is a an approximately three foot by four foot portrait of jesus to our left what's up and above said portrait that we have a little um lantern hanging from the ceiling that was burnt out for a long time and when Mike reached over to turn it on right before we were going to start recording I said oh that's burnt out and he tried it anyways and it turned on never listen to Mary Beth when she says never when she says something is one way you can be darn sure it's maybe the other way yep I'm sorry no I I love that this firm truth is coming out. Never listen to... Don't listen to Mary Beth. Turn this podcast off. Turn Go it off. Listen to my podcast. Uh. <laughs> uh, messing around with Mike Migdal. <laughs> it's on It's on the Nerdalog network. Oh, yeah! Mm-hmm. It's a different Nerdalog network. Oh, it's a different... It's spelled, it's spelled differently. It's spelled like a log. Oh, like, a log. Nerd. Nerd. Nerd a log. And it's all about forest-related <laughs> fun times. Uh, we do have a really of nerds. We have a really long-running bit of our our um, like ulterior motive group. What's the word I'm looking for? Like our our our. Um, 
I guess our alter ego group. That's the word I'm looking okay, for. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Like called... when you guys need to go do vigilante stuff. Right. You can't be yourself. Right. You have to. Uh, we're called the birdologs. The birdologs. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I love it. It's all about birds. Cool. Do a lot of bird bits. Um, I love a good bird bit. Yep. We do too. Um, <laughs> second chill time miracle. Second chill time miracle. Okay. MB. Uh, I can take some of the weight please, off your shoulders. Please. You, you did a great job about the uh, light the coming lamp. on. Yeah. That was a good chill time miracle. Um, so she has this recording device that I'm speaking kind of at, mm-hmm. and it's on a stool. Uh-huh. And apparently. MB thought it might be low on battery. I did. She stared at it. It had one bar yep. out of many bars, determining how out of much three bars, how much battery. But then it just it went up to three bars. It went up to two bars. It oh. went from one bar to two bars. It's a mild chill time. <laughs> I was under the impression it went up to a full three bars. But I'm sorry I gave you that impression. But still, one bar to two bars when there are only three bars. You're talking about a 33 percent increase. That's true. And quick math. <laughs> Scientists over here. <laughs> so we're at 66.666% yep. full battery-wise. Yep. I'm about uh, 2% full of coffee right now. <laughs> I'm going to work on that. Oh, Mike Migdal, what is the origin of your love for chilling? All right. Well, uh, I, love, I, love to, I love to chill. I love to relax. I love to sit down in a comfortable spot Mm -hmm. not unlike what we're doing right now right now and just kind of put all my obligations on the back burner love it uh and that stems probably from my adhd okay and one of the earliest chill memories i have is probably uh no definitely (laughs) when I was on a family vacation to Colonial Williamsburg. Oh, hell yeah. And <laughs> I think I've inherited my love of chilling from probably my mom. My okay. dad my dad likes to go on lots of bike rides and is uh-huh. constantly like trying to work on stuff around the house. Active. And active dad. He's an active dad and What's your dad's name? My dad's name is Alan. Alan. And my mom's name is Nancy. And they both don't they both have Facebook? They both have Facebook. Yeah, I've seen I've seen Alan post some pics before. He's posting pics. He's not just sitting back reading <laughs> no. other people's stuff. He's posting political articles. Active. He's posting uh, copies of letters he's written to the editor <laughs> of the Washington Post. That's amazing. Because um, they live in that area, right? Yeah, we're from so we're from the DC area. So nice. This Colonial Williamsburg trip was not too far away. Exactly. It's one of the reasons and I brought it up. We. We're at our, in our hotel, and uh, it was probably like 8 p.m., and I just have such a fond memory of sitting in this bed, and my mom and dad were in the other bed, and uh, <laughs> come on, guys, let's be mature. Yeah, okay, all right. My parents share a bed <laughs> on trips, and when they're not on trips. Yeah. They most, love each other. Most parents share beds. Uh-huh, and we were all reading books. Oh. And just reading books with... Nothing in the near future. And you have a little brother, too, right? I have right? a little brother, Jacob. He wasn't messing it up <laughs> by... Uh, All four reading books. Yeah, well, he was pretty young at the time. Okay. Um, 
I think he was. I think he was around. My brother Jacob. If you're okay. listening to this, Jacob, I love you. I'm sorry. It's kind of fuzzy about where you are in this memory. <laughs> I have to assume you were asleep. It was like 8:30 p.m. and we were just reading books. And some. It's like, do you have a happy place that you go to when you're feeling stressed? Um. Yeah, kind of. Well, maybe it's just a feeling of like yeah. nostalgia when I'm like uncomfortable or something. I kind of just remember that feeling Aww, from that moment. That's so sweet. Oh, thank you. Uh, it I is love what that. it is. But what a simple memory. And I know it's like funny and telling for you that it's like you were on a vacation, but you don't. It's not the like going to actual Colonial Williamsburg well, that you I've think got some about. Stories about that too. <laughs> I do think about meeting Thomas Jefferson. Oh, and uh, wow! I remember I was really into Lewis and Clark. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The Explorers. They were in Colonial Williamsburg. They weren't, but oh. I, being so precocious, was like uh, <laughs> to Thomas Jefferson, knowing that Thomas Jefferson was the president who sent Lewis and Clark on their mission oh, for discovery. That I was is like, so precocious. I was like, uh, Thomas. Uh, Mr. President, um, do you know, do you know Lewis and Clark? And I didn't realize that, uh, Colonial Williamsburg is on a timeline. Like, each year they celebrate a different year. Wow. So, this year, apparently, uh, The year you were there. The year that I was there, Lewis and Clark, that was, like, way before their time. Oh. But this Thomas Jefferson guy was so, like, savvy about it, it. He was like... Sensing this precocious uh, yeah. child's wonder. How, how old were you, ballpark? No recollection. Okay. Anywhere from maybe seven okay. to 15. Okay. It's okay. a long... We went to Colonial Williamsburg a lot. A lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Somewhere in that crux time. Yeah. I was just curious. Go on. Fair enough. Um, I I asked him, like, do you know Lewis and Clark? Uh-huh. And he was like, nay, I don't know anyone by that name, but wait a second. Uh... Yes, my good friend, uh, the Clarks just gave birth to a new baby named Meriwether. Meriwether, yeah, right, that's Meriwether Lewis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Meriwether, I don't don't remember it. Right, 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 but he... He He, he just, like, gave me that little, like, nugget. That is so funny. Even though Thomas Jefferson probably didn't know... Them when they were a baby. Yeah, yeah. come on. That's still pretty... He was too busy, like, lording over his slaves... <laughs> and, and painting stuff at Monticello at right. this point. Great. He was a real bastard, but some some of the best, uh, most talented people are. <laughs> You're not wrong. Sometimes you got to be a bastard to get stuff done. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't really ascribe to that, but I think some people think that's. I true. guess, like what I just said, that would mark me as one of those people. <laughs> but I also would want to get away from that stance in case I ever like run for president or something. And. Do become and you don't want people to think you're a bastard. No, no, I want gotcha. people to think I'm like a loving, gotcha. cool guy. But yeah, I think my love of chill time will probably keep me from political office. <laughs> um. Oh, so it all started in Colonial Williamsburg, which is appropriate because it's like that's historical. You know, <laughs> what yeah. a what a nice starting place. <laughs> I'm sure it could have started when I was a baby, you know, and I right. was like sitting in the crib. But that's where you remember it happening. Yeah, and w- when you asked me if I wanted to do this podcast, uh-huh. and I was like, "What am I going to do?" And then I was like, "You know, I should probably do chilling." Uh-huh. Uh huh. I was like, "Oh, what is the origin story?" And uh-huh. that was just the first memory that came to me. I love it. But 
I think my love of chill time, it's like a weird... I think it comes from two places. One, I think it comes from a love of comfort. Love it. And uh, I think comfort is nice, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, I also hate it. Oh. Because... When you asked me if I wanted to do this podcast, uh-huh. I was like, no, I want to chill. Because it's so... I don't want to go put myself and out I there. have a day off. Well, it's, that's that's part of it. But the other part is like actually going and being vulnerable yeah. and taking risks and, oh. and going and uh, putting yourself out there for the world to see. When like, why do that when it's so easy to, not to sit it. on your couch <laughs> Surrounded by scented candles and cool neon lights that you bought from a like a pretty edgy uh, lamp store, and you're surrounded by blankets and a Tempur-Pedic pillow, and you've, you've hooked the Wii U up to your new Chang Hong—that's a brand—TV, and you're watching this like eight-hour-long rain YouTube video. It's just a video of rain. And you're like, oh, why do I need to... I don't, and you're eating Milano cookies. Uh-huh. Double chocolate. Uh-huh. It's just... Yeah, it's hard to take yourself out of that. I know. But... Oh, it's man. so funny. Wish I was home right now. <laughs> okay, I mean, if you want me to stop this... No, we need to do this. It's so... I think that's so lovely, though, because I... I feel like once you're out and about in the world, when I'm interacting with you, you're very, like quick and like talkative and uh and like you can be chill i've i've experienced some group chill time with you i, I would we're say i'm kind of doing a little bit of chill time we, right now exactly this this whole setup us sitting on this this cool couch next to this picture of uh <laughs> j-dog uh-huh uh jesus was <laughs> not, not like an accident you know and i brought these i brought donuts oh yeah is it kosher to eat a donut on the podcast it is Okay. I'm, I'm to, declaring it. I'll try to chew with my uh, mouth closed for a change. Okay. I feel like because our mouths aren't, like, all up in the mic, I think we'll be okay. Oh, this mouth is all up in this mic. Oh, oh it's okay. mid time. <laughs> chill, chill, chill. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. See, this is what I mean, though. You're, you're so, like, silly and, uh, oh... White with sprinkles. I got all long johns. Love it. Uh, because who doesn't while, love a long john? Yeah, there's no hole. You're getting. You know, you're not getting Solid cheated. Solid donut. Yeah. And sure, they look a little phallic. <laughs> I don't care, man. I don't care either. It's Cheers. It's all about eating phallic foods. Also, we both went for the sprinkle ones. Mm-hmm. I was gonna comment on that as well. Mm. Um, but you're just. All I mean to say is like, you're so fun and silly and quick and playful, and I feel like. Um, you know, it's nice to not keep yourself in a box of like one thing or the other. Yeah. Well, that's another thing I enjoy about chill time is, uh, and I say chill time because I like, it's a real thing. You yeah. Know, chill time. For sure. Hashtag chill time <laughs> is something that I did on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll get to that in a second. Okay. When I'm chilling... It's not just about doing nothing. Mm-hmm. It's about letting spontaneity take control. Love it. And you're, you're sitting on this couch. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's other people there, too. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just by sitting back and not planning on doing anything, 
things will like naturally arise and then you can just follow whatever the most fun thing to do is which sometimes is opening up that 2009 MacBook Pro <laughs> and getting on Twitter and then just like Being saying really stupid silly, silly. stupid stuff I love it and that's uh, great yeah it's like I, when I have to create content for like a writing project or something mm-hmm. be it like sketch or uh, sketch comedy uh, <laughs> one I, or the other <laughs> if it's sketches or sketch comedy it's harder for me to sit down and be like alright I'm gonna sit down for 30 minutes and when I'm done I'm gonna have 30 minutes of writing Ugh, it's so hard for me do to do that, that. Yeah. and a lot of the people that uh, like when we meet up to go do creative things together mm-hmm. when it's that kind of structure placed on it I'm not going to give you 100%. <laughs> right. I'm going to give you, like, 50%. I'm going to complain a lot. <laughs> and I might, I might avoid making eye contact and be grumpy. And <laughs> it's not as much fun. But when we're just Just not how out, you enjoy operating creatively. Yeah. But that's something that and I have to work on, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, it can't always, like... When I'm off in whatever and I'm, like, chilling in my mansion, I need to make another, like... <laughs> uh, Hulk reboot that I'm right. in. I oh Hulk, Hulk reboot. reboot. Yeah, got it, got it. I'm gonna be doing a Hulk reboot. Okay, in cool, 2017. Cool. Awesome, awesome. Uh, I got deadlines to meet. You know, you gotta. <laughs> I, have to, I have to get over that. Is Mark Ruffalo still gonna be the Hulk, or is it you? It's, or are you just writing? I'm going to be the new Hulk. <laughs> Whoa, we got a seat. You heard it here first. <laughs> Mike McDowell, 2017. And I'm not talking about Bruce Banner. I'm going to play the Hulk. Another guy's going to play Bruce Banner. He's going to turn into me. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's uh, bridging new grounds. It's going to be the first Hulk that's smaller than the Doctor. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's when he be, hulks out, he just becomes like, you. He's like, you're not going to like me when I'm angry. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm the Hulk. That sounds adorable. Oh, I'm going to kick I mean, so much ass. I mean, that sounds terrifying. You uh, have who's, to who's directing? Who's you? directing? Um, I think I'm going to get Jim Jarmusch. Ooh. The first director that I could think of right now. <laughs> Jim Jarmusch. Is it Jim Jarmusch? Um, somewhere in between. Okay. I don't know. I should probably learn that before I have to do that conference call with I him. I think it's Jarmusch. And, I could be wrong. Uh, um, Vin Diesel. I can't even think of Vin Diesel. Also in the movie, he's playing Bruce Banner. Oh wow, cool! Mm-hmm. This is gonna be a great movie. And B, where were we before we went off on this? <clears throat> before the Hulk. Um, you're talking about how you're trying to get yourself to um, write or be creative more in a structure, even though it's not really the way you like to operate. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. Um, oh, but back to Twitter. Talking right. about chill time. Um, there was a time, maybe like a year or two years ago, when I didn't have a job, mm-hmm. I had just gone through a bad breakup, mm. and I had nothing but time and mm-hmm. feelings, <laughs> and uh, I just would sit around my apartment all day. I did have Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah. I and, think that's around when I met you. Oh, cool. You met me at a very uh, transformative part of my life. You know? I hear I you, like dude. I, I hadn't really gone through any pain mm-hmm. to like really speak of that wasn't like kind of superficial pain like oh my toe hurts right right um, right right and this <laughs> I, was, I was without it my toe was constantly hurting <laughs> really? pre-2012 pre- <laughs> uh, but i would just sit around and i needed a way to to talk to people on 
Twitter mm-hmm. because I need to like speak to somebody sure. and have have that like oh hey here I'm gonna throw this stuff out someone mm-hmm. needs to like mm-hmm. respond and it's just it felt good mm-hmm. and one of the ways I would do that would be when I was chilling I would say like whatever I did and then throw a hashtag chill time on there and uh, I started taking these like selfies of myself <laughs> and I guess that's kind of like an oxymoron. Uh, it's just you don't take selfies of other people, right? It's not it's not an oxymoron. It's a uh, it's a redundancy. Redundant. Yeah. An oxymoron would be taking selfies. No, I don't of know. Someone else. Jumbo shrimp is my. That's your go to. That's my go-to. oxymoron. Yeah. Uh, how a group selfie? Group selfie. Kind there of. It is. Yeah. Um, we're avoiding the vulnerability. <laughs> right now by I know you're like. This. I was just looking for human interaction. What's the uh, picture on the wall? Anyway. No. Um Yeah, and I I But would, you found uh, 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 a part of Twitter who responded to that, right? Yes, I did. And I would I would post these pictures of me chilling, doing nothing, and I would throw hashtag chill pick, hashtag chill time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hashtag chill nation and other people, <laughs> strangers on the internet would take pictures of themselves, send it to me and I would retweet it. And I just had this whole crew That's amazing. of people around America, around the world <laughs> who were sending me pictures of them chilling and it gave me strength knowing that I was not alone. That's amazing. And that all stemmed from the act, simple act of doing nothing. That's beautiful. You know, it just came up spontaneously and my desire to get attention, uh, made that happen that's absolutely beautiful uh i'm gonna i'm gonna take this um in a selfish place and say that everything you're talking about right now um is a big theme in the nerdalog sketchfest show oh cool which is uh this saturday at 10 p.m right it's at 11 very very close very close damn it but it's cool man if they showed up at 10 it'd be like oh the nerdalog show is not for an hour i'll uh hang out and have a drink or like go see another show or something yeah or you could show up at 7 p.m. and see the Snack Boys show. Uh, our show is actually at 6 p.m.? That's not true. No. <laughs> it is at 7 p.m. <laughs> MB was right. Mary Beth was right. Um, no, but you did so well. It's confusing, though, because it's on the 10th at 11. Yes. So it's kind of... That's why I was confused. Dicey. Not because I just don't care enough to remember... <laughs> Other trying to give things. you the benefit of the doubt. Wait, but go, go. You were taking it in a selfish place. Sure. Um, I'm, I'm. It's, uh, it's kind of the like most clear narrative show that we've ever written. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, it's not too. There are a couple things that could maybe stand alone as as sketch, but it's mostly like one arc of a story, and a lot of it is about like. Um, I mean, I have a, a personal monologue in it about when I first moved to Chicago and how, and like really, literally some of the same things you said are in my monologue about like trying to find ways to like use the internet to not feel as alone, Yeah. but that not necessarily being as fulfilling as like IRL interactions, yeah. you know? Um, Wait, so you're saying that the internet as a substitute for in real life interactions doesn't it doesn't it's not it doesn't compare um i don't think it compares but i think that they 
if you let them, they can coincide in a great way. Yeah. Like, for me, I talk a lot in my monologue, I talk about when I first moved to Chicago, and I didn't know anyone, and I similarly would, I mean, not... I wouldn't post on Twitter with hashtag chill time. Not not that similarly. If you said you did, I would have to smash this recording oh no. device. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, you didn't say <laughs> it. You didn't say it. I don't have to smash this recording uh, device and do uh, whip out my Hulk routine. <laughs> whoop whoop that ass. But one of the things that I would do is like I was just getting into film a lot. Like I liked movies before that, but I was really getting. Getting into like watching all the Oscar movies and stuff like that, so I'd like go watch movies alone because I didn't know anyone mm-hmm. and I didn't have anything to do because I didn't have a job that yet. Sad. It was, <laughs> and then I, I love going to movies alone though. And then I would, I still do it every once in a while. I mean, not as much as I used to because uh, I have a boyfriend, and that's like a thing you do with your boyfriend. Oh yeah. Uh, and I would come back to my house and I would listen to this Chicago podcast called Film Spotting. Um, and I'd be like, well, let's see what the film spotting guys thought about this movie. Like, cause I didn't have anyone else to like interact with about yeah. it. And then I would sometimes like talk to other like film spotting fans, either on Twitter or like in every once in a while they do Chicago meetups. Oh, cool. So I went to a couple of those. So I like used the internet to kind of like cope with the fact that I didn't that I didn't really have, like, a social The internet yet. is so good for yeah. that. Yeah. There's something for everyone. Absolutely. If you're into, like, lawn gnomes, <laughs> there's, like, a chat room. Yeah. Where you can talk to other there's lawn probably gnomes. There's probably a lawn gnome podcast. Like, probably. I, for a while, uh, because I wanted to fuel my improv with, like, as much knowledge as I could, sure. I would go out of my comfort zone uh, while still being in my comfort zone mm-hmm. because I wasn't actually like really putting myself out there, but I would go and download these podcasts of things that I don't have no any interest about- in. And then, like, I was listening to this like beekeeping podcast. <laughs> I think you might have told me about that at some point. Alright, well clearly I was very proud about No, no, I podcast. think it's great. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna use this somehow. I'm gonna be inspired by this beat. And then I like turned it off after like eight minutes. I was like, these guys suck. Are you kidding me? How about you guys fucking get away from those bees? Because they're killing your game. How about were you? they like not fun or were you just not interested enough in beekeeping to think it was interesting? Probably a little bit of both. Okay. Uh, That's fair. If you're listening to this, you fucking beekeepers. I hope you... I'm going to find the podcast you listen to and, like, tag them. Uh, I don't the... give a fuck. You go ahead and do that. <laughs> they I, need to know. I live at... All right, everyone. Chill. Is that your real address? That's my apartment three. You know where to find me, you <laughs> fucking bee nerds. You say your real address? You can bleep that out uh, or not. Okay. All I, right. I'm, I'll leave it maybe in. Maybe you should. There's, there's some people who are looking for me. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'll bleep it out. Um, you Unless know you want me to leave it in. You leave it in. All right. It's up to you, man. Leave it in. All right. Oh, God. What have I done? <laughs> leave it in. I feel like I'm making you more nervous about it than you probably need to be. I'm making myself more nervous about it. You have no sway over the Hulk. <laughs> you won't like him when he's angry. Hey, guys. Hey, it's me. I'm Hulk. <laughs> uh, I'm green. My shorts are... Perfectly fitting. Actually, they're a little baggy. 
This is probably how I'd prefer them. I don't sound anything like that. Was that supposed to be me? That's oh, you are not going to like me when I am not the Hulk anymore. Oh, no. Hey, it's me, Vin Diesel. <laughs> I can't Bruce Banner. I love science. <laughs> yeah, that's probably going to be the hardest part about the movie, is selling Vin Diesel as a scientist. I actually saw this video of him where he's singing, uh, I think it's some Rihanna song, like a very sad Rihanna song. And he has a beautiful voice. Wow. So if he can do that, if he, maybe can, he can be pull sensitive, maybe he can be... Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner, a nerd. Because all, all, all doctors are a little sad and into Rihanna. All doctors are a little sad and into Rihanna. You heard it here first? That can go on my uh, <laughs> fucking tombstone um, when I burn out before my time. Okay. That's the second time it's come up. Are you genuinely worried about that? No. Okay. No, I'm not. I thought it would have been. No, I, I love joking I love about my it. life. No. I love my mom and dad and my brother, <laughs> Alan, Jacob, Nancy. Nancy. Nancy's my mom. Um, <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. Nancy's not my brother or my dad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so you had that period where that's really where you coined for yourself the the idea of chill time, right? Yeah, the act of chill time. I gave it a name. I had been chilling and spending time chilling before that point right. in time. Uh, I remember in college, I lived in a quad mm-hmm. with, which is a four four dude abode, mm-hmm. and uh, I went to school in Oberlin uh, at Oberlin College. Okay, where Lena Dunham went. Got it. For anyone who doesn't, do know, you know her personally? I do. Mm-hmm. Not personally. <laughs> you guys are about the same age, though, right? She's maybe a little older than you. No, she's ancient in Oberlin. Come years. on, dude. She's old as hell. Come on, dude. I'm 24. She's like the same age. No, she's not. She's either 20, she's maybe 25 or 26. I don't think so. She graduated before I even got there. Really? Yeah. No way, dude. You want to go? I'm going to do it. you like those beekeepers. I'm. Maybe she's... I did not go to school oh, okay. at Oberlin when she was there. Okay, okay, okay. That... Okay, cool. Yep. But you know what? I respect your opinion, <laughs> and I know her feelings. I thought we were almost... She's probably 27. But she's She must, like, have just graduated when you got there. If you're listening to this... Lena Dunham. Lena Dunham. Please <laughs> call in and confirm. My phone number yes or is... No. My name is Mike. And I already said I live at... <laughs> All right, everyone. Chill. Apartment 3. Send a letter there. Um, Just go ahead and throw your social security number on there, too. You Real talk. Today, I called home to ask my mom what my social security That's number so was. That's so funny. What were you... Oh, for your debit card or something? Yeah. See, gotcha. I got in this whole situation. It's kind of a result of my love of chill time. <laughs> oh, no. I tend to put things off. Gotcha. Because it's... Did it expire? My debit card expired. I was going to ask how that happened, because we were exchanging texts about yeah. it. And apparently my bank sent me a debit card in November. I confirmed that over the phone, because I was like, hey, where's my replacement debit card? Yeah. Because usually they just send it to you. Yeah, yeah. I was too busy chilling to check my mail. Oh, no. And no idea where that debit card went. Oh, no. Mom, Dad, if you're listening to this, I'm joking. 
Uh, he uh, knows exactly where it went. They never sent it to him. They never sent it to me. And, um, it yeah, so wasn't his fault at all. As a result, <laughs> when January 1st came around, the first day after the month it expired in, I had no way to get no online money. Monies. But I did take out some money before that. I took out like That's good. $65 thinking that would last me until you got January 5th when they told me that they could get it to me. Gotcha. And I, I for the most part, I made it work. You know, I uh-huh. couldn't get. I couldn't buy Milano cookies all day like I wanted to, <laughs> but I made it work, and I got my card today, uh-huh. um, and... Uh, it all worked out. It all worked out, because you know what? I didn't worry about it. But you also got to, correct me if I'm wrong, have some chill time while you're waiting for your card to get there? You are exactly wrong. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, you're right, you're right. I was like, how can I be wrong? When you gave me the option of I did give you, you the option. If, if you I did wrong, give you the option. I, I didn't want to make an assumption. You were exactly right. Cool. I, t- I chilled today. Uh, well, let's say this. I chilled last night. Gotcha. And then I woke up pretty late today. In time to... Well, I woke up early to send a, an email to my work telling them I was sick. And then... I didn't realize that's... Well, what you were planning on doing. Uh, well, I... Because uh, you didn't work last Tuesday either. Did you also do the same thing last Tuesday? Okay. Oh, no. Last <laughs> last Tuesday was last year. That's true. Uh, this is a, I have brand new pay time off. Gotcha. Last gotcha. Tuesday, I had to use my pay time off. Gotcha. That's kind of what I figured. Uh, just because I know that's how most people's jobs work. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of jobs in relation to chilling. Got it. Uh, You're definitely pertinent. Yeah, yeah. Ever since I got this job, you know, uh-huh. which is a job. You go to this building and you workety work uh-huh. behind a computer, mm-hmm. and then you go home, uh-huh. and then you're like, "Oh crap! Now my day is beginning. I can do these things that I want to do. I'm tired. Yes. I want to chill. Yes. I need to decompress. Yes. And Fifteen minutes of decompression." Turns into two hours and fifty minutes of decompression, and then before you know it, you got to go to sleep because you got to get up at six thirty in the morning so you to can get, get a shower in before you go to work. This is we were gonna we almost started talking about this before we started recording, and you're like, "Pump the brakes! I want to bring this up on the podcast." At least I was gonna bring it up, and you said, "I want to talk about this." Can I correct you if you're wrong? Yes. You are exactly correct. (laughs) But uh, I'm going through really similar things right now where I kind of just accepted that that was, like, what my work-life balance was, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Where, I mean, I have, I don't have as, uh, there are days at work where I can be flexible with my schedule, and I think I took that for granted for a long time where I was just like, oh, well, that just means I can sleep late and then I can go into work for like six or seven hours and then go straight from work to wherever I am going that night, what be it like a show or a rehearsal or whatever. Um, and I was starting to realize that that just left me like basically no chill time yeah. or really any time to myself in general whether it was just time to like relax or time to be productive and do things for myself 
Um, because then I would get home from whatever my obligation was that night, assuming I have an obligation every night, which isn't true. Um, and I, and then I would be on the like, ugh, I'm too tired to do anything. Yeah, so correct me if you're wrong. Are you saying you've established a routine? Yes, I did. Okay. Yes, but it wasn't, I realized that it wasn't a routine I was happy with. A shitty routine. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think that chill time is dangerous when it becomes part of a routine. Interesting. Where, let's say you get home or whatever, uh-huh. and you have like X amount of time uh-huh. before your next obligation, uh-huh. and it's like, you get into this routine of like, okay, I, I'm i going to go to work, I come home, this is my chill time, uh-huh. then I've got this other thing, uh-huh. and then I... Rinse, wash, repeat. Right. It's a cool catchphrase. Uh, and uh, I mean, I would wash then rinse. Rinse, wash, repeat. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Lather, rinse, rinse repeat. repeat, wash. Cool. Um, you never get to wash. You're just repeating. Uh, but I think once you get into a routine, at that point, that like kills creativity. That's and, a really salient point. Um. I swore I wasn't going to do any improv name-dropping, but uh, the great guru improviser Jet Eveleth... Oh, uh, yes. She is like... I, I don't know if I imagined that she said this to me, or if that she actually did. That's so funny. But she was like, when, she, when, yeah, when you drink a cup of coffee, like, or, or just like take a sip of something, mm-hmm. always try to sip it in a different way. Interesting. And... Literally or improv? Literally. And, like, just in life, uh, like, that applies to everything. And when you get into a routine, yeah. you're kind of like, oh, I know I'm going to go home. I'm going to heat up a panini with my right. roommate's panini press. I'm going <laughs> to watch one episode of Seinfeld. Uh-huh. I'm going to masturbate. And then right. I'm going to masturbate again. Right. And then I'm going to eat another panini. Right. Watch one more episode of Seinfeld. Then I'm gonna brush my teeth, masturbate, and go to bed. So it's like your lather, your uh, rinse, wash, repeat became Panini Seinfeld masturbate. Seinfeld <laughs> Panini masturbate. Uh, yeah, and that that's not that's no good. Yeah, man. But then when I didn't have a job and I didn't have that structure in my life, then uh, my most productive chill time came. In like at two a.m. Yeah, right before I went to bed, where I was like, "Shit, what did I do today?" Yeah, a whole bunch of nothing. God, isn't that the worst part about being unemployed? Is you look back on a day and you're like, "Well, this day was fucking wasted." I had I had nothing to do, and I wasted it somehow. What did I fill it with? A I, bunch of fluff. I I so I also I had about a year and a half, mm, not that long, over a year where I was unemployed while I've lived in Chicago. Um, and I, part of me is glad, I started the podcast while I was unemployed, so that's something that I look back on and I'm like, thank God, like, I don't know if I ever would have done that if I hadn't had all that ample time, but at the same time, I can look back on it and go, oh, there's so many things I wish I did. I wish I had taken advantage of that time more. So I totally relate, but one of the things I forced myself to do a few months into it, and it was around when I started the podcast too, was I started like... Trying to, like, get up and, like, work out 
Oh, that's a good that's mm-hmm. a good thing because also working out gives you endorphins yeah. and energy. Mm-hmm. I recently got a gym membership too, but continue. Sorry. No, no. It's uh, I just it was like oh I finally have time to do this. I'm gonna do it, and I have too much time, you know. And I can't just sit on my couch and apply for jobs all day, or I'll go fucking insane. So yeah. I like get up and work out, and then shower, and then like you know look at job listings, and then you know work on something creatively and then like in the evenings do you know more concentrated creative type work and i got into a little bit of a routine where that was concerned Mm -hmm. but i totally for a really long time for probably too long and i think anyone who's been unemployed especially this kind of like porn in our lives would be able to relate to that yeah i when i first moved to chicago i was living in an apartment that was like too nice for me. Uh, I was uh, with someone I I found through Craigslist, mm-hmm. and it where was, was like, it? It was on Diversity and Clark. Oh yeah, uh, by the Diversity Brown line. Mm-hmm. And I, my roommate was this guy. His name was Kyle, and <laughs> he had a job during the day. Uh huh. And he would leave, and I didn't have a job, and I just finished this program that I did in Chicago at Second City, which mm-hmm. was my last semester of college, mm-hmm. and I was unemployed gotcha. and just out of experiencing, like, what a comedy lifestyle was like, mm-hmm. where you're, like, writing every day, you're meeting with all gotcha. these, like, and it was the only veterans. obligation that you had. Yeah, and it wasn't even an obligation. No, it was, it was the only responsibility. It's the only thing you were doing, yeah, is all I yeah, meant yeah. to say. Yeah. Uh, apology accepted. Um, <laughs> and I had all this time, and I remember... I would just sit in this dude's leather armchair, uh-huh. like five inches away from the TV, the big ass <laughs> TV, and I played Skyrim, oh. which had just come out on his PS uh, three. Uh-huh. And I would sit and do that, and then like I would do that until like three p.m. Then I would go to Trader Joe's, and on a good day, I would go for a run, mm-hmm. and then I would come back home and play more Skyrim. Or this other game, Deus Ex, Human Revolution. It's super dope. <laughs> uh, it's like a cyberpunk game. Do you game. play a lot of video games in your chill time? Um, I... I... I love video games. hmm I now have access to a Nintendo Wii U. Oh, yeah. You mentioned that earlier. I have an a- access to my roommate's PS4. Wow. We also You're have on. two Xbox 360s. No one needs all these video what? games. Yeah. And... I love video games, but thankfully I don't have as much time to uh, invest in it. Yeah. So it's just more of a casual thing. It's a casual thing now. Occasionally I'll like sit down and like really sink my teeth into a video game and like Mm -hmm. say, like cancel all my obligations and just binge. And I know that's not healthy, but, uh, no, but I mean, I think for people who are into that, I'm sure there are a lot of people who can relate to that yeah. kind of thing. When when Tim Dunn did the podcast, he talked about... It's almost like the opposite of this. He talked about being busy mm. um, and just kind of like being really active and, and filling his life with a lot of like... Uh, um, uh, obligation, not obligations, because that has a negative connotation, but activities. And at some point, I was just like, Tim... How do you have as much time as you seemingly do to play video games? <laughs> like, because he has a video game podcast. Oh, shit. Um, talking Games with Tim and Clayton. Also on the Nerdalogs Network. Our Nerdalogs Network, not... Tim McClayton? 
Tim and Clayton. Tim and Clayton. I was Tim like, Dunn. Yo, you just said his name was Tim Dunn. No, Tim and Clayton. Okay. Tim Dunn and uh, Clayton Margeson. I'm sorry. Both past guests of the show. That's okay. You don't have to apologize. I said I'm I was talking sorry. too fast. Uh, Let the record show. I apologize. <laughs> but that's that's seriously like, that is the thing that kind of baffles me, especially about people in our little community of who do have like a nine to five job and then... Um, you know, a lot of other rehearsal and show type obligations outside of that is just, I'm just like, where do you find time to do all these things? Um, and maybe that's just coming from me. Cause I'm just like, as I said before, not, not great about defining my schedule. Mm. Uh, anyway, um, oh, so, a relevant quote, someone, uh-huh. someone said to me one time about video games relating to improv and stuff. Oh, interesting. Uh, when I was doing Second City Conservatory, mm-hmm. um, I had this guy, Norm Holly, mm-hmm. who's kind of a, a big dude over in the Second City Conservatory. Yes. A lot of people interact with him. Yes. And he's got kind of his own, like, cult of personality, because uh, he's, like, such an enigmatic dude. That, uh... That sounds accurate from what I know about him. Yeah, yeah. He, like, he's this dude who, uh... Never really smiles, <laughs> and he always wears like a black T-shirt and uh-huh. has, like a hoodie tied around his waist. Uh-huh. And uh, he looks like some guy that would be in a like around the docks, okay, like, next to a bunch of crates. Longshoreman, a longshoreman, sure, yeah. And uh, like someone is like foggy on this dock, uh-huh. and maybe in this in this scenario, I'm a detective and I need to get through oh, the docks. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and I'm like walking through the docks because I have to go meet up with this like abused madam of like oh, a brothel or something. Informant. Yeah, yeah, and like <laughs> brothels and the docks are kind of hand in hand. <laughs> and like meanwhile, I'm walking down this dock and I see uh, Norm Holly mm-hmm. in the corner of my eye, uh-huh. and I, I walk a little faster because uh-huh. I'm like. Uh-huh. This, this is guy's not, a little shady. This is not a thinking man like I am. <laughs> I'm here to solve a mystery. This is some sort of ruffian. I would avoid Norm Holly, but that's not true. He is like obviously this comedy yeah. Uh, genius. Yeah, and, yeah, absolutely. He would have to be. Who's to say he's not a little bit of a ruffian? Yeah. Uh, and he was smoking a cigarette on the uh, in the parking garage next to Piper's Alley where Second City is, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I saw him out there, and even though I do not smoke cigarettes, I like went over and was like, "Hey, yeah," because like I gotta, I gotta talk to this person who has information, sure, about things I don't know about, yeah. And you're eager and yeah, yeah. And like apropos to nothing, he was like, "Like, hey, just so you know, uh, video games are great. Sometimes you just gotta get out of your apartment and experience life." Really? And I was like, whoa, how do you know That's crazy. that I love video games and that I love to stay inside my apartment? What did he say? He said that. He, but what did he say in response? What did I say in response? Yeah. Uh, I was just like, oh, cool, Mr. Holly. Oh, really? So you weren't like, wait, how did you know that? Yeah, well, I, I, who can say? Kind of. I just remember what he said. Gotcha. I'm sure I was probably like... I was like, just curious. Like, uh... In awe. Yes, yes, sir. Or I was probably like, what do you know about this missing... Harlot. Right. Oh, yeah, sure. Right, right. You were so focused on the case that, like, you couldn't even I bother responding to what I said. comedy to deflect <laughs> your question. I'm sure I was probably just like, yeah, oh, cool. All right. And then I, like, went home and processed it. As gotcha. As playing video games. Playing more Skyrim. And uh, that's what I think 
chill time is cool. Chill time is great. Mm-hmm. But if you do chill time all the time, then you're just another human being who's trying to be as comfortable as they can be before you die. Sure. And that's... You're not living... You're not fulfilling... You're not having a totally fulfilling life. Yeah, because it's, it's hard to give back to the human race when you're just a dead end for for content. Yeah. And everyone's got different... Uh, Priorities? I don't know what I'm saying. No! Uh, just like... I love this. I'm sure creating things is not for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And it would yeah. be kind of bra- uh, uh, crass for me to say that like everyone we must should all be creators. Yes, must join their voice to the song, the right. chorus of humanity, and right. create a beautiful. Because that's not for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Some people. Thank goodness, too. You know. Oh, that if, would be. It would be. Uh, I mean, and I think there is, especially. Uh, I keep saying this, but for like for people like you and I, uh, but it's true. You know, for for creative people who do the kinds of things that we do. Um, I think it's easy for us to look at things like social media and Twitter and and Facebook or whatever uh, and see, like, a lot of people that we can easily just, like, pick on or or just be like, ugh, be like, why would you post this? Like, like, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Are you saying that we're, we're looking for people to bully? That's not even really what I'm trying to say. I think I'm more trying to say that, like, not everyone has to be funny. Oh, and, yeah. like, Jesus. not everyone has to be uh, creative. Like, if there weren't people who consumed those kinds of things for their own enjoyment... And I'm not, I'm not saying creators don't consume things either. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think in a lot of ways we're some of the biggest consumers... Of donuts. Of donuts and you coffee. Want, you want another donut? Um, I I only offered to fulfill the rhythm of what our of conversation what happened? was. Yeah. Are you gonna eat another donut? Hell no. I th- I, I'm gonna I, leave this donut for your roommates. Oh sweet. Um, I think I'm okay for right now. Cool. Maybe post recording. Uh. But yeah, all I was trying to say is that like I think it's easy to forget that we're not everyone s- prioritizes being creative the way that we do. Yes, yes. And that being said, if you ain't creating shit, uh, you know where I live. <laughs> All right, everyone. Chill. Chicago, 60625 is the zip code. My phone number is... My name is Mike. I am five foot seven to five foot eight feet tall, and I weigh 128 pounds. <laughs> Mikey M. Uh, so, let me see. Is there... How do you feel like chill time... I think you've talked about this a little bit, but how do you feel like it's kind of progressed since you discovered your love of it to now? Because you're... You said you're wary of chill time becoming a scheduled thing. Yeah. Because that's not necessarily in the spirit of chill time. No. Chill time worships the god of spontaneity. <laughs> Do you feel like when you're like growing up or in high school, um, chill time meant something different than it does now? Hmm. 
Interesting. I, when I was in high school, uh, I feel like my chill time then was when I was supposed to be doing my homework. Gotcha. Like, so it did mean something different. Yeah. But it, it still, chill time was a little more about finding comfort okay. and just kind of turning my brain off. Because I remember I would, uh, I, I would do my homework in the basement. And the nice thing about the basement where I lived was that it was not an area that could be easily intruded on. Mm. So when I was downstairs supposedly doing homework or SAT prep, I might have been uh, playing video games with this <laughs> volume turned all the way down, sitting five inches from the TV. Classic. Um, and, you know, I don't know. I feel like it wasn't as much about doing spontaneous things and creative things because I feel like my chill time then was more about uh, just trying to be as comfortable as I could be before I, I went back to the grind. Into actually working on something. Yeah. Interesting. Um, let's see. So what's describe? Well, you did like at the top describe um, a pretty ideal chill time that you had to shelve to come do this with me. Uh, but Hey, I am having, I'm experiencing chill time right now. Excellent. Uh, Different chill time. I was going to have you describe your, I most ideal chill time. Ooh. Hmm. Well, I have turned my apartment and I think everyone has the potential to create their own ideal chill palace. Uh huh. (laughs) Uh, and right now, I am just uh, pretty satisfied with my chill palace. And I've got two cool roommates who Mm -hmm. I like to celebrate chill time with. Mm -hmm. If you're listening to this, um, they're cool. I don't know if they're that cool to be listening to this. To listen to it. (laughs) But uh, shout out to Ahmad and Gannon, my two roommates, Uh uh, who are both very positive dudes. Uh Uh, Ideal chill time would maybe a couple nights ago comes to mind. We were all hanging out, and uh, somehow we started listening to this song, and then all three of us just started dancing. Fun. Just, like, spontaneously. Love a spontaneous dance Yeah, we just started. We stood, and we were standing in a triangle, and, like, (laughs) somehow our group mind was so strong that we were able to, like, do this stomping thing, and uh, we were all stomping in unison, and it just was, like, it was great. There was no judgment. That's there was so no, fun. It wasn't scheduled. Yeah. It just happened. Yeah. And uh, that was nice. Um, I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks lately. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to start doing that more. Oh, cool. Do you, do you Are you aware of Audible.com? I am, yeah. I've never used it. Um, you get one free audiobook. Oh, my God. That's how they get you. And then... Because you just want all the audiobooks? Well, if you find a good series... Oh, because you're a big sci-fi fantasy type Oh, my reader. gosh. I could have done a topic about that very you easily. talked about... You considered it, I yeah. guess. Right now, I'm listening to this audiobook uh, series of the Dresden Files. Oh, I've heard of this. It's about a uh, wizard <laughs> who's also a detective, and he lives in Chicago. What? And... He is this 
badass dude who has this, like, cool set of principles. What are some of the books called? Stormfront. Okay. Deadbeat. Okay. Grave Peril. Okay. Uh, they sound, White like, vaguely Knight, familiar. I've definitely days. heard of the Dresden Files. Yeah, it's, it's cool. I'm on book 14 right now. Cool. There's only 15 out so far. Wow. And You're almost all caught up. Yeah, I think listening to this audiobook has kind of dominated my chill time. Because it's hard to listen to an audiobook and do something else. Yes. Uh, That's one of the things that has kept me from starting to uh, consume books via audiobooks. Yeah. It's because I know I'm going to want to just listen to them, Mm. which I guess I could do, like, during my commute, but... Sometimes I like to do other things. It would basically be me replacing when I listen to podcasts with listening to audiobooks. All right. Back to my ideal chill time. <laughs> uh, chilling with uh, like a fine a fine young lady in like yoga pants maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Throw that in there. Cool. Uh, always have scented candles. Yes. Um, maybe. What's listening- your favorite candle scent? Uh, whatever that is on sale. <laughs> but I prefer when it's on sale to get these like wood lights. They're like the smells of the woods. Oh, okay. In candle form. Love it. Um, I like to listen to the Gladys Knight Pandora station. Amazing. Uh, they play a lot of, cool- you know, Stephanie saw her in concert relatively recently like three three or four months ago i did not know that but i'm not surprised actually you know what i did know that i'm pretty sure i liked some of her she wore Facebook. her overalls and a jacket that she got that's pretty stellar and perfect to wear to a glass night concert that's in a casino in indiana that's right steppy's pretty stellar and yep perfect so yep. that doesn't surprise me <laughs> um, there's in this if this is an ideal chill time scenario ideal uh, one of the walls in my chill palace would probably be, like, an aquarium. Yes! That's so cool! And there would be, like, friendly fish. Nah, no predators. No allowed. assholes. Clownfish. Oh, you know there's some clownfish. Some anemones. Some sea anemones. Uh, there's anemones. a couple, a couple Spongebobs in there. Nice. Some... Patrick the starfish. Squidward? No Squidward. Squid- well, Squidward could come. He's a little negative. I know, but you gotta... You can't just have all positive people in okay. the chill time. Just no, otherwise, no meanies. No predators. Yeah. Squidward's a, not a predator. He's just a parasite. <laughs> just sucking up all of Spongebob's positivity. But, yeah. you know, it takes all... It takes all types to raise... <laughs> to raise chill time baby in a village... That sounds pretty ideal. Yeah. Um, I can't... And my family's there. And your family. I love my family. Sweet. So you got a little... You're some good friends slash roommates. To be honest, this sounds kind of stressful now. Oh, really? A lot of people around? Oh, too many people. Maybe get rid of the roommates, get rid of the family. No roommates, no family. It's just me and this yoga pants lady. Well, honey and yoga pants. Some honey dips. <laughs> I respect all women. <laughs> Oh, a big aquarium wall. Scented candles. Um, I'm assuming some of the other accoutrements of your already existing chill palace, like the neon lights. Neon lights are there. Milano cookies are there. <laughs> uh, I got Maybe. seltzer water. I love Ooh. I love La Croix seltzer water. I had one yesterday. Was it flavored? It was. What flavor? Peach pear. Ooh. That's all right. What's your fave? 
Pamplemousse. I knew you were going to say Pamplemousse. I, I, I wish I had said it simultaneously with you because somehow I just knew you were going to say Do you want to try again? Uh, what's your favorite? Pamplemousse. <laughs> I like boysenberry. Ain't I a stinker? I'm a little stinker. You're a total stinker. Ah! You won't like me when I'm a stinker. <laughs> the Bertalogs. The Bertalogs. I don't uh, know if that's going to be... Well, I'll just... What? I don't know if the Bertalogs part is it will. before or after we recorded. It was during I, the recording. Anything I didn't make sense... That I said today. Anything I said that didn't make sense was it's a callback. We talked to about it off that mic. The listener <laughs> did not hear. Off mic. Off mic. More like next to mic. Oh. Kill time miracle number three. <laughs> you made that joke before I did, though. I feel like because I was talking about um, chewing with your face close to the mic, and you were like, "My mouth is always close to the mic." I won't deny it. I won't deny that I made that joke before you, Mary Beth. Uh, shout out to shout out to my high school cross country team. Yeah, we won states junior and senior year. Awesome. Uh, shout, <laughs> Where did that come from? I, you know, I, I'm on a podcast. Okay. I feel like I made it. You know, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta give shout outs to everyone. I need to give shout outs to. Shout out to Fish Hut. Shout out to Fish Hut. A dope, a dope improv team. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out. Shout out to Lola. Shout out to Lola. Lola, another dope improv team. Mm-hmm. Shout out to... Eh, that's it. Just those two. Shout out to my Aunt Joyce <laughs> and <laughs> Uncle Richard and their child, uh, Aaron. Uh, Hope he's doing well. Cool. Mike, how do you feel like chill time? First of all, is there anything else you want to talk about where chill time is concerned that we haven't covered yet? Chill time. What? Chill time. I think that about covers it. Cool. Um, how do you feel like your love of chill time has influenced you both creatively and your life in general? I think we touched on it earlier mm-hmm. that uh, chill time can be a process to find creativity. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of numerous processes. I'm not saying it's the only one. Uh-huh. But... A process. It's a process to stumble upon nuggets of truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and... But it can also be the antithesis of a process. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I... Is that is that what that means? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what Antith- I meant. Like, the, it can also be uh, counterproductive. Yeah. Um, but I think I wouldn't have it any other way. Because, you know, chill time is a lot about accepting, accepting things. Mm-hmm. Not not getting all upset about stuff. Love it. Uh, what was your question again? How do you feel like it influences you creatively? Okay. And in general, just your like life. Yeah, as you a know, big you, picture. It's 2015. If if you're not if you're not tolerant of most things, uh-huh. uh huh. Then you know what you're invited to chill time too. Nice. So. You would invite people into the chill time fold to help them become more tolerant of uh, anything that people would want to include in their own chill time. 
Yeah, it's, it sounds pretty vague because it is pretty vague. Yeah, you know? I'm okay with that. And I invite I invite all of the listeners uh-huh. to uh, to celebrate chill time right now as yes. you're listening to this. Yes. If you're listening to this at work, it's not impossible to celebrate chill time at work. Love it. As long as certain overseers aren't around aren't too privy to what you're doing yeah love that if you're in an office chair how about you lower it to the lowest setting and get that lumbar support uh because you're gonna be chilling for a while love it or not if you're listening to this and you're at a job that doesn't require sitting Mm -hmm. maybe find a surface to lean against or don't (laughs) it's up to you chill time is all about you it's all about you it's all about uh Shirking your responsibilities mm-hmm. to, uh, but also adhering to other responsibilities to shirk your responsibilities. Love it. I know exactly what you mean. Because sometimes uh, the yeah. best defense is a good offense, <laughs> vice versa. <laughs> right. You have to get some obligations or responsibilities out of the way so that you can have some chill time. Creativity is not from A to B. Mm-hmm. It's a zig and a zag. Mm-hmm. If you look at creativity, creativity will disappear. But if you put faith that creativity is off to your peripheral Uh and you kind of sidestep towards it, and then at the last moment you snake your hand out and grab creativity, then, only then, once you have that hand on creativity, you can look it in the face and devour it and then secrete the product of creativity which is whatever you want it to be. Whoa. That was like a chill time miracle. That my I got a text just then. Right when you finished your beautiful diatribe about creativity. Thank you. Um, I think that's great. I think that I love that. And it's apparent to me when I've seen you perform creatively, which I have, on... Um, many different wonderful occasions via improv and sketch that uh, you do, like, you seem to be someone to me who who kind of, who chases those, like, inspirations and um, the fun and not necessarily just, like, oh, I gotta sit down and write or, like, oh, I guess I gotta be in this, like, heavily structured Herald show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cool, um, thank you. I, I really mean that. Thank you. Um, the only other thing I was going to say is Uh-oh. that Uh-oh. you have to share your Twitter handle so that people can have chill time with you. Oh, cool. It's been a while. To be honest, it's been a while since I've really had much of a Twitter presence. Well, you've been doing another thing now recently that makes me laugh where you'll do Throwback Thursday or TBT to like when you didn't have a job. Oh, yeah. And you'll post a picture of something silly or some chill time. Somebody checked out my Instagram. I got you, dude. I didn't, I didn't check it out before this. I just... I remember things. All right. Well, you know all the honeyed words to open up the cabinet of my heart. And damn it, my Twitter handle is It's Migdal Time. My Instagram <laughs> you handle... You even have time in your is It's Migdal Time. Branding is very important to me. Absolutely, man. The token ginger right here. The token ginger. Respect to your Twitter handle. May we retweet each other. Love it. Uh, I'll, I'll tweet this and we... And you can tweet it, oh and we'll God. both retweet, retweet each it. other's. Uh, shout out to Weird Twitter. Shout out to, um... Uh, you know what? If I give one person a shout out, I'm going to have to give everybody a shout out. 
You don't have to. Don't feel obligated. Shout out to B- Pajama Bin Laden. <laughs> Shout out to Femme Pizza. Shout out to uh, Brown Boy Blues. Shout out. These are all real people. I know. Shout out to uh, uh, Drill. Shout out. Drill. Shout out to... Oh, God. I'm going to leave so many people out. It's okay. Just You can just blanket it with... Thanks, everyone. Um, just because you didn't get a specific shout-out doesn't mean you're not worthy of one. It just means that I forgot about you. Yep. So. <laughs> uh, Mike, this was so great. Thank you. Can, I get, can we hug? Please. Oh. Thank you for inviting me into your chill palace. Thank you for helping me make it a better chill palace. Hey, it was already a better chill palace. Oh. We just opened our eyes simultaneously. You're right. And discovered that. You're absolutely right. Um, I'm going to always keep this as my chill pad. This little nook. Cool. Yeah. I oh, really like it. Do it. I don't use it enough. Or or eventually don't do it, you know? Or or not. And with the air conditioning or <laughs> the, the, uh, heat. the heat. Yeah, air conditioning would be a very chill palace. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? You're right. If you ever say something that's not that funny, just throw it. Am I right? Am I right afterwards? Yeah. Like, oh man. Uh, thank you so much. Thank with, you. With the heat turning on, I bring this chill time with my migdol to a close by saying, Mike, I love you, and I mean that. And B, I love you, and I mean that too. And as much as I wanted to take advantage of your sincerity to do a stupid bit, I. Di- oh no. <laughs> Oh, no. He couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I farted. Oh, God. There's poop in the fart. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm going to be the Hulk. I'm going to be the Hulk in 2017. This has been a Nerdalogs production. For more on the Nerdalogs and our shows, please go to www.nerdalogs.com. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.